Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the KISS Automation Podcast. In this episode, I spoke with Mark Copeman of Customer Thermometer... Excuse me, customerthermometer.com. And we spoke about getting feedback from customers and we actually spoke about the the interesting things that come out of getting feedback. For example, um, in some of in some of the cases, uh, employee morale has actually been boosted by receiving this feedback from customers because they know that they're they're doing a good job and hearing it from from the customers helps uh, next time they go to do the job. They know they're being appreciated. We also discussed the feedback economy and why people are um, getting feedback from customers these days, how people are catching on that it's one of the better things you can do for your business to to know how your customers perceive you and whether they're happy or not. So I hope you get something out of this. Um, If you have any questions about this tool in particular, you can go to customerthermometer.com or just in general about getting customer feedback come over to the KISS Automation blog and start a conversation there. And if you're, if you're looking for ways in which your business can get feedback, we can help you out. Hey, so I'm talking with Mark Copeland of customerthermometer.com. Thanks for speaking with me, Mark. Hey, no worries at all. So can you give us, uh, I guess, the, the thousand-foot view of um, what Customer Thermometer is? Yeah, sure. Uh, we started the business um, uh, just under five years ago now, um, and we had, like any good business, you should have an enemy in mind. And our, <laughs> okay. our enemy uh, was and is, still is, the, the, the 20 question survey, the dreaded thing that drops into your mailbox when, a, when something has happened um, and you are effectively forced to fill in and spend 15 minutes of your life answering these crazy, ridiculous questions. Um, so, customer thermometer is, is the. Um, is the answer to that problem, I suppose. The feedback culture which we now live in is, is just is just huge. It's, it's around us everywhere. But people have less and less time every day to deal with, with trivia. Um, and so what we're all about is providing um, our customers with the ability to survey and poll their customers uh, with a single question with up to four possible answers, and the the, the the you know the principle is very straightforward. You know they literally spend five seconds clicking an icon uh, to register uh, how they're feeling about a particular point in time. When they hit that button, they get taken to a landing page, and that landing page can be branded as well, and different text and all the rest of it, uh, and also the ability to leave a comment as well to to, to further add to to what they've already said. Um, and uh, then our customers get all the, the, the real-time data through. Um, and I think the other real key to our success has been the fact that this feedback is identifiable. It's not anonymous. They know exactly who has clicked what yep. and therefore can go back and close that feedback loop. If there's been a problem, they can go and, um, uh, and, and find out what's wrong and, and put it right. And on the flip side, when things have gone well, uh, they can go ahead and you know, reward their team. Is there an option for anonymous feedback within customer thermometer or is it all uh, I um, guess you're emailing a certain person it's all yeah i mean there, there, there are two modes of operation uh, the first one is um is where we started our, our email thermometers uh where people come in and upload their data um and use our system to generate the emails and out they go 
Um, and in that case, they are, they are always identifiable. By their very nature, they have to go yeah. to somebody so we know who they are. The second mode of operation is what we call our embedded thermometers, uh, where we, we go through a similar process, but people are using third-party systems, such as CRM systems, help desk systems, or even um, uh, Outlook uh, signatures, uh, to uh, to embed those buttons uh, in, into their into their processes and workflows. Now, uh, they can be made anonymous potentially, uh, but um, to be honest with you, ninety nine percent of the time, people want to know who's clicked what. Yeah, no, I can understand that. I was thinking more from the customer um, giving the feedback. Some people, oh, I see. Some, some, um, some people don't like to be, I guess, identified if they have something negative to to say but you'd be surprised uh, there's okay. this thing called well. <laughs> the, you know the, the, the service recovery paradox is something which is which is this thing out there you know th yep. stuff goes wrong all the time things happen and uh, the 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 concept of a customer or a company sorry turning around a bad situation uh, can actually result in a you know in a customer you know, becoming even more satisfied with somebody when they resolve that bad situation and so um, I, I guess to, to come back to your question directly, people don't have to answer if, no. they, if they feel uncomfortable that they're effectively revealing who they are. But, I think, but you'd be really surprised when people have had something bad happen, they're actually quite keen to be given that, <laughs> okay. that, that possibility of talking to them, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I haven't actually been on the receiving end, but people do tend to reply or say things on social media and all that kind of stuff if they've had a negative response. So I guess it makes sense that they would speak up that's right and that's one of the things that's an interesting point actually that's one of the things that we we are trying with this service to to help our customers to combat in fact we had that comment through uh, literally last week from somebody who's saying look you know now when using what you guys do uh you know we're, we're starting to see less negative stuff around the yelps ah. of this world so it's a kind of a private feedback network uh, is the other sort of terminology we use um, and if you can head these problems off at the past before they become pub public, mm. uh, it's a really good thing. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea, actually. I guess once it's out on Yelp or one of those those sites, then it's it's a little bit harder to, I guess, have a civil conversation with the person. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So, so what happens when? So, say I sign up with an account on Customer Thermometer. What happens next? I guess I have to decide how I want to deliver the survey and also what the um, what the feelings I'm going to to give as options yeah yeah exactly and um, you know it, like any any good tool or piece of software it's it's about how you use it yep um, and it's about how you embed it into your business and um, you know we we talk with certainly some of our, our, our bigger customers we help them to embed it um, into into their into their business um, but essentially yeah you, you people have to figure out what it is they're trying to fix where where is the problem uh, what what is it they want more visibility on and then they have to then figure out okay do we need to send something on a weekly basis a monthly basis um, a daily basis or even a transactional basis so again going, coming back to the the help desk situation if someone's resolved a ticket for me um, you know Im immediately, uh, sending a quick note out to say, look, how was that ticket for you? How did we do? Um, you know, would obviously make some sense. So the closer you can get to the the, the real time um, sort of nature of this, the real time interaction that's gone on, um, then then the better. 
Um, so again, an example uh, in, in the cleaning industry where we have uh, huge numbers of cleaning businesses in the States, someone goes out, cleans somebody's house, uh, and then you know that evening, uh, they, that, that, that end customer gets a, a, a quick survey. So then to answer your second point, you know, what, what question do they ask? Again, that really does depend on the, the situation they're in, I guess. But um, mm. you know, how do we do for you today? How are you feeling about our service? Um, those sorts of, of open questions. And then, as I mentioned, we provide up to four possible answers. And that's very, very deliberate. So two uh, indicate that you're happy uh, and the other two indicate that you're disappointed. Providing someone with a middle ground, a five out of 10, an average, actually tells you nothing. Um, so we really do force people to be either happy or disappointed. And then people muck around with those uh, those four um, possible answers and you know you can jazz those uh, those those things up as you see fit you can make them fun um, but so uh, alternatively it could be as simple as uh, I'm delighted uh, things are fine uh, not too happy and really disappointed would also make sense okay yeah based on um, just going back to the help desk like integrating with that I have noticed recently or I guess over the past few months or so that every time I because I work with a lot of email service providers and when I send in a support ticket or a question, I always get that at the final, once they've closed the ticket, I always get a, how did we do? Or, you know, are you happy with my response or not suggestion? So I guess people are, um, whether it's their, your system they're using or another, it's something that's happening um, regularly to me. Yeah, it, uh, I mean the the, the feedback po- culture. Um, we were all we were almost not quite, but almost ahead of our time five years ago. And I, and I think what's happened over the last few years is that feedback is everywhere. And you know, to give you some you know, crazy examples, I was on holiday in Croatia last year, and I went to the men's room at the airport in Zagreb. And when I came out, there was a uh, like a kind of uh, a tablet thing on the wall of the men's room. <laughs> seriously, going, you know, how was your experience in uh, the men's room with the four buttons? And it's like you're kidding me, you know. There's a time and a place to ask for feedback, but you know that's an extreme example. But it is everywhere. It really is everywhere at the minute. That <laughs> is hilarious. I can't imagine any female would want to touch that. <laughs> Believe me, I, I, I didn't either. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's good that they're they're trying to get feedback because a lot of um there's like while there is feedback culture there's also a lot of places you'd probably like to give feedback that don't have that situation and yeah airport toilets are probably actually one of them or airports <laughs> in general so that's yes, good indeed. <laughs> so what kind of customers like in various industries or business sizes that kind of thing use customer thermometer is it are basically there's a there's it's one system but it can be suited for you know basically any kind of business that wants feedback yes indeed um i mean it's it's a it's a real strength of ours but also you could argue it's a weakness in that we we do um uh, cater for you know the very small business and the very large corporate um and we and we have all those types of customers in between as well um so we we actually uh we actually work quite hard with our, our corporate customers and we've got some sort of uh, additional bespoke functionality some some master dashboard type stuff at, at one end but for the majority of our customers who come in and buy uh, online you know, software as a service and they, they pay their monthly subscription plan um, it's um, uh, you know it's real simple to get going and, and we we you know we, we do cater for lots and lots of different industries that's Beauty of this, I guess, you know. So, as I mentioned, from 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 the cleaning industry, uh, you know, right across the states through to uh, manufacturing, 
Uh, we have airlines using the service. Um, uh, we have um, telco customers. You know, a whole range. Basically, whenever people are looking to you know, keep their customers, what this boils down to, and uh, customer retention, um, and customer churn are sort of hot topics at the moment. Um, and you know, can quote all sorts of statistics, of, you know, that we hear about how much it costs to uh, to win a new customer versus retain one. And um, I think people are very switched on to that now. Um, and when when people, um, you know, there's only frontline people who are interacting with customers who perhaps aren't doing such a good job, it's much easier to find out if that's the case. And I should also say the flip side too, people who are doing a great job, uh, they need to be rewarded. And, and just on that point, one of the things we were concerned about five years ago when we launched this was the, the nature of sort of the big brother thing. So, yeah. and how would people feel if they are being measured? Um, but you know what? We've seen the, the opposite of, of our fears uh, sort of come, come true. We've seen pictures, we've had pictures sent to us of giant thermometers and office walls and, and staff coming in in the morning to see basically where they are uh, from, from the ratings that have come in overnight, seriously. Yep. And it, it's a very cool thing. Um, so it's a nice thing to be involved in. Yeah, I guess one of those examples is one of the cleaning services on your, um, if people go to your customer testimonials page, um, one of the cleaning services I noticed, they, there are, um, one of the major benefits from, for them for using this system was the employee, I guess, um, getting feedback, like the employees had wanted feedback, but they weren't getting any. And then by in, like, so using customer thermometer, the employee, were, employees were getting feedback on, you know, almost every job. And then, that kind of improved their the way they worked because they they were getting feedback saying how good they were or you know things they needed to change but then they could change it based on the feedback that, yeah, that, yeah that's exactly right and um uh you know or link, linked to that i guess you know the competition for us in that particular industry and it still is you know as simple things like comment cards Mm. You no, know, so so a cleaning yeah. um, a cleaner would leave a, a comment card um, and you know kind of pick it up the following week and guess what if it wasn't so good they may not hand it in um, and, and so so two issues there you know only good feedback would ever get back <laughs> yeah. uh, and typically it might be a week before it was received you know which which isn't obviously not great too so yeah some of our, our longest uh, longest standing customers have been in the cleaning industry um have been using us almost since our inception and um you know as, as you picked up on you know it, it's literally changed their businesses and and it's it's halving churn it's reducing churn um which makes a, a huge difference and I guess another benefit for those guys is that now they have to collect data from their customers, so an email address. So now they also have an email list that they could possibly market to if they wanted to. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, that particular industry uh, are really quite sophisticated with like, the CRM-type systems that they use. Um, so if they're in, to be fair, they probably already had those um, okay. those email addresses anyway, you know, when they were doing invoicing and uh, and, and the like and confirming uh, appointments um, but you know, it's it just it's all part of the mix definitely yeah all right so what kind of integrations do you guys have like with other systems I guess all the main or all, all the major um, support desks and that kind of thing yeah absolutely um, so there's, there's a couple of ways that, that, that people integrate with us uh, we have a, an API 
um, whereby people can uh, can trigger uh, email thermometers sent from our system uh, from other systems. So you know, if something happens in Salesforce, for example, um, you know, a, a contact is uh, changed from one particular status to another, then that might trigger an email thermometer. So things like that are relatively straightforward to set up. Um, and then, as I mentioned, this, the second area in our embedded thermometer mode. Yeah, we, we've been. Uh, we're working quite hard over the last 18 months or so, and we've got um, uh, probably 20 odd uh, in integrations whereby people can generate their thermometer buttons, and um, just by, by by changing the uh, the integration setting, they can then embed that into, uh, yeah, as you say, the likes of Salesforce, the likes of uh, Zendesk, uh, Desk.com, um, all sorts of different um, third-party systems. Um, and uh, what that then means is that the data that is generated from those third-party systems are populated back into customer thermometer in terms of the reporting. So the more data you have attached, you know, like the case ID, the ticket number, you know, first name, surname, company, all those sorts of things, uh, that will all be posted back into into the uh, customer thermometer account. Okay, so all the the um, the data from so if it's a um, if they've pressed a certain button or made a comment that gets put into customer thermometer. So then, do your users have a like I guess a back end login where they can generate reports or how does exactly? That yep. Okay. Yeah, exactly that. So um, you know when you sign up for an account, um, you've got the the options to actually create these thermometers in the first place um, uh, to to uh, manipulate your contact data if you're using email thermometers. Um, to you know, send that blast, marry, marry those two things together, and also then there's the uh, reporting area as well. So, um, yeah, people are using it in multiple ways in the same accounts. They might have um, Outlook thermometers being used um, in their signatures. They might be sending out a monthly um, email thermometer blast. They might have it embedded into another system as well, and you know, it will, it will bring all those things together. But it will also split them all out as well to get that granularity. Um, and because um, one size never fits all, uh, the ability to ex export uh, is, is also there as well. So um, yeah, and we, and we keep moving it forward. We're, we've got a new release uh, planned um, um, over the coming months with, with, with new reporting functionality just to sort of beef it up again as people ask for more and more stuff. So our, our roadmap's very much driven by, by customer demand and um, uh, having just sort of completely revamped our our billing system um, from uh, well, that finished about two or three weeks ago. We can now sort of look forward to to doing some cool new functionality too, which is probably my favourite bit of the job. Okay, so what? Yeah, what do you do within customer thermometer development or marketing? Like, what? I guess now yeah, you've got I, a bigger team I, uh, doing. I guess my my responsibility really is um, is is the actual service itself. Um, that's where I, I I guess I spend most of my time working with our. Um, development team, specking stuff out, uh, figuring out what it is we're going to be doing and when and working out the priorities. Um, and uh, it's, it's actually a huge amount of work, you know, when you've got hundreds of people using the platform. Um, uh, you know, from when we started, it was really easy just to, you know, tweak a bit of code and so on. But today, it, it's very, very different. You know, people rely on us. Mm. And uh, so we worked we've, we worked very, very hard on the, uh, the server infrastructure, the uh, uh, the, the testing of our code and, and how we put stuff live. So, yeah, that that takes up um, uh, a fair amount of time, to be honest with you. But I guess the the other side of my particular job and the thing uh, I, I really enjoy is whilst we're an online business, um, I love talking to real customers. Yeah. Um, and we 
we, we, we spend a lot of time on the phone, on the Skype and so on, talking to, to real people. Uh, I've got a couple of calls lined up this afternoon, in fact, and um, it's great because it's insightful um, and people tell you what they really think and what they want and hopefully how great it is. But also, actually, this isn't going so well. And so you listen carefully and um, uh, you, you, know, you, you develop accordingly. Um, so that, that's probably my, my other role uh, on the customer side as well, which I love. Yeah, that's um, one of my favorite parts of my job, too. So do you, do you guys send out customer thermometers to your users? Is that is that part of your process? Uh, yeah, uh, probably uh, not as often as we should, if I'm honest. Um, but um, yes, yes, we do. Um, you have to practice what you preach. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, it's, um, it, it's good. We use it as part of our, our sales process as well. Um, you know, people can send those tests when they, they come onto the homepage. Mm. Uh, and it's quite fascinating. People often hit a red light. Um, and, you know, we get alerts uh, when that happens and, you know, we'll always respond and they hit a red light because they're trying to find out what happens when a red light is <laughs> <hit. laughs> uh, It's amazing the correlation between people who've hit a red light on a test uh, to the number of people that sign up, actually. Uh, that, that's quite a, f- a fascinating um, sort of metric. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it, it's good. We, you know, we, we believe in the service. So, you know, I'm not somebody that could go and sell, uh, I don't know, double glazing or something no. I didn't believe <laughs> Uh, I, I have to believe in what I sell. And, uh, you know, we've genuinely seen what a difference it makes. Um, and when we get unsolicited emails coming in, uh, which we do on a fairly regular basis, it just kind of makes it worthwhile. It sounds a bit cheesy, but it's true. You know, it's, it's just great to see people literally all over the world uh, using the service and, uh, and getting great results for them. So, you know, it's a great part of the job. Excellent. All right. Well, last question. Where Where is the, like, I guess the strangest country that one of your customers are? Do you know? Have you got – is there something really – or is there like one in Tasmania that I should know about? <laughs> well, you took the words out of my mouth because, you know, the strangest place I know of, of course, is Australia. Uh, <laughs> okay. Having having spent many, many – I've been there many, many times. But, uh, no, I mean, we, we do – we have – I don't know if there's a strangest well, country. yeah, that's, in, that's the, but, the but wrong what, word. What I, what, I, what I do – I mean, we have, we have customers in – um, many many countries around the world, uh, which, which which is just brilliant. But but then on the the other side, we also you know we, we we're really fascinated by um, where the actual clicks come from, um, uh, you know, associated with those customers. And you know, on on a monthly basis, we we do tend to look at the stats. And um, I, I I think last month in um, uh, February uh, 2015, to date this, where there, there were clicks in 212 countries wow. in that in the. 30 days, 28 days, um, you know, which, which is extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. You know, I don't think I could list 212 countries, no. but that, that's, <laughs> that's coming up. So just gives you an idea of the, of, of the reach, I suppose, and the, the, the global um, nature of the, of, of the internet, I suppose. Um, uh, you know, everyone's connected, and um, mm, so uh, that, that is a fascinating thing to look at, I have to say. Yeah, I like looking at the, um, like, analytics to see where people have come from or where, what countries they're in when they're viewing a website, that kind of stuff. It's always, it's always interesting. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Well, I guess that about covers everything. I don't have I forgotten to ask you something really important <laughs> about customer thermometer. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I, think so. I don't know. Uh, well, if um, if people want to learn more, they can. I'll include a link, but they can go to customerthermometer.com, and um, as Mark said, there's a a test that you can send yourself a. An email thermometer and say what 
happens. And Absolutely. And the free trial button's pretty big and pretty red, and you can just uh, go grab a, an account, and there's a bunch of thermometers okay. in there that you can use for, for free and, um, yeah, fully functioning. So um, best way to experience this, I suppose, is that's, just to jump great. in and test it out. And definitely press the red button and <laughs> see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks very much for your time, Mark. No worries. Nice to talk to you, Casey. So that was Mark from customerthermometer.com. If you're using this service or indeed if you're using another way to get feedback from your customers, I'd love to hear about it. I always find it interesting to see the different ways in which people are doing the same thing. So in this example, it's one-click email feedback, but perhaps you're doing it in a different way. Perhaps you're like one of the cleaning companies that switched over to customer thermometer that were using cards left at each job um, and perhaps that's working for you you know maybe your customers actually return their feedback slips if so head over to kissautomation.com and let me know perhaps we can do an episode with you and showcasing how you're getting customer feedback if you'd like to know more about this particular service go to customerthermometer.com.